1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome to The Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. I'm Don, and with me as always is Blake. Hey Don. Hey Blake. So, uh, you mentioned when we were recording the last one that this week's is inspired by movie trailers. That's true. But first of all, I want to say none of the allegations are true against me. Okay. That's good. That's a good way to stay. You know, just in case. Wait, my allegations? <laughs> my allegations that you're a cool dude? You're saying those aren't true? No, I've always, I've, I've copped to that on many occasions. You are a very cool dude. But yes, this is inspired by... But mostly movie stills that are being passed around of Aquaman. <laughs> that movie looks like a psychedelic nightmare. I know. It looks crazy. But, yeah, I get it. Jason Momoa is a handsome, muscular, giant man. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like, it looks like it, it looks – Justice League looked the same way. Like, they filmed it desaturated. They desaturated it more in post. And then they went back and recolored it like Turner did with all the black and white movies in the 90s. So everything looks weird. Yeah, all the, the, the colors just look like they were added in later. And some of the early reviews are great, but whatever. They are? Yeah. Huh. They say it's so much crazy that it's fun. Huh. I would have liked there to have, to have been an Aquaman movie. Before. Yeah, but Justice League still would have sucked, but yeah, at least I would have had some idea of who all the characters are. Yeah, instead of like, oh, I know him. He's Superman. He's Batman. She's Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Well, two of these everyone that. knows just through cultural osmosis and how you can reach any age and not know the basic details of Superman and Batman. Mm -hmm. But I was a little fuzzy on Wonder Woman till the movie came out. Well, when I was like, until I was like six or seven, I thought the Batman could fly because he had a cape. So, what, what? I don't know anything about the Flash. What's what's his deal? He runs fast. Why is how is he the Flash? He has the speed force. What what's his origin story? He was hit by lightning in his uh, in his chemistry lab, and during a speed force storm, and was granted the power of the speed force. The speed force. The huh? speed force. It's a metaphysical force of speed. Okay, and just say quantum a couple times, and you're good. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's yeah, quantum. It's, and they even delve into quantum physics occasionally because somebody realized a long time ago that. The faster you move towards a solid object, the more likely it is that all of your atoms will line up perfectly, that you just pass right through it. And so he can do what? that. He can do that. That's like that, cool. That's real physics. And then they're like, well, he moves fast. He can phase through objects if he's moving fast enough. So is that a thing that we need to know when we see? Does he do that in, in movies or the TV show? He does it in the show, but they explain it. Okay. Yeah, like in the show, what, the what show. he learns, he can do. Like you're learning with him in the show. Is that the same actor in the movie? No, the show? which is a shame because the show actor is really good and the movie actor was just like 17 fucking like really neurotic Jewish characters from a Woody Allen movie all crammed together. He was very nebbish. Yeah. For uh, for some reason. I don't know why they've made that choice. I don't know either. 
I mean, I've he, heard the show's good. I haven't seen it. Yeah, the show's pretty good. Um, the movie, man, he wasn't the worst part of the movie. I think the well, villains were the worst part of Justice League. Of whatever those were that I don't remember at yeah. all. Yep. Uh, some bad guys from Apocalypse. So I have seen, or well, I met Jason Momoa once for a picture thing. What? My roommate wanted to do it, so her her and her sister were very excited. He's a sexy man, and he's fucking giant. Well, yeah. You should see the. I'll have to find the photo and send it to you of my photo with Jason Momoa because I look like a child. <laughs> Next to this, like, like I'm getting a photo with my dad when I was nine. Because there's this giant beefy guy, and I'm just this little kid standing next to him. He's six foot four and built as fuck. So I look, I look like I come up to his elbow, and I'm about half as wide <laughs> as, or I'm about like a third quarter as wide as him. I mean, he's only a couple inches shorter or taller than I am. But... Yeah, but he's like three of you standing next to e- next to each other. Yep. <laughs> he's yep. Enormous. So I did. I did meet him briefly you know as as you do when you meet someone for a picture opportunity mm-hmm. you just kind of get pushed through a curtain <laughs> you shake their hand and there's and get a, a picture celebrity and they go hey cool uh, pose and then they push you back out the other side of the curtain look at my tattoos i'm hawaiian it's like god damn that's a huge guy yeah and melissa and her sister <clears throat> were just like oh that was amazing i i met uh i met Pendulette briefly he's yeah. he's six foot eight He's a he's giant. Teller's normal sized. Yeah, like Teller's not short. Because I didn't realize that until I saw him next to other people. Mm-hmm. Where I was watching some kind of um, la- what was that the not Live Aid but the comic version uh, that they've they've done forever. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I saw a clip from that, and other people were coming up who I've seen before. You know, like oh, there's Robin Williams, and he looks tiny. <laughs> Next, next to, to and look at was like, wait, is Pendulette a giant monster? Yes. So I looked that up, and yes, he is in fact a monster. Like, I have huge. I have really large hands. I can almost palm a basketball. My hands disappeared into his when I shook his hand. Yeah, like it was like so it, I, was, it was shaking hands with a polar bear. It's one of those things where where scale is important because I just always thought Teller was tiny. Yes. No, Teller's about thought, six, oh, six Teller's foot, just five, a little 11. guy. He's just a little pocket-sized man. No, nope. he's no, he's probably my size or bigger. <laughs> he's probably six two and just looks tiny. Teller is five foot nine, so he's no, not. He's exactly, he's exactly my size. Yeah, I'm five he, nine. Yeah, he's not. He's not tiny. He's so he's my average. size. He's regular yeah. size. Yeah. He's, but isn't that weird? How you think about that? Like, uh, did I tell you about media about seeing albatross uh, in like New Zealand? An actual albatross. Yeah, like an actual albatross. Did you hang it around your neck? Yeah, like the yeah, rhyme of the ancient mariner, yeah. and you know, I mean, uh, like an Iron Maiden was there. It was great. Yeah, that's what you do with it. But when you see albat video or film of an albatross, you never you only see them relevant to, uh, relative to other birds or other albatross, not other people. Not not people. So when you see them in person, you're like, holy shit, they're fucking giant. <laughs> They're so much bigger than any bird you have reference to. It's crazy. They're dinosaurs. Because I was thinking, oh, they're big. And then we go to the albatross albatross nest center in New Zealand. And one of the first photos I saw was someone weighing one. And it's a guy picking up an albatross. Like he had to you know, like reach around the front of someone else and hoist them up in the air. <laughs> yeah. It looked like that. So he's of like a man he's cracking like, wrapping the albatross back. Around like a Christmas tree, uh-huh. picking it up because they're fucking huge. And then there was somebody with a 
a basket hooked up to one of those grocery store chain scales. But like a really big one? Yeah, holding that out so they could put this giant... This was a chick. It wasn't. It was an almost full-grown albatross that was still in the nest because they they're they're so big. What's the what's the wingspan of one of those? Like eight feet or something crazy. Jesus. They're nine feet. I forget what it is. They're they're huge. Because the couple of days before we were on the, I went and saw sharks. Saw great white sharks in the wild. The only place you can see them. Mm-hmm. And we're on the shark boat, and my my sister, who's a bird nerd, was asking them about albatross like oh yeah we had a royal albatross that we've been seeing pretty consistently throughout the week so hopefully he'll show up and we're on the we're waiting to throw in the chum in all the birds show up all the gulls and things and then this the biggest bird i've ever seen flies in and lands next to us and i said oh shit there's the albatross look at how look at how that is the biggest bird i've ever seen it's huge and the shark boat the lady throwing the chum just goes oh no that's just a molly mock <laughs> it's that's related to an albatross. It's like a small albatross. <laughs> well, that... And we all look at each other like, get the fuck out of here. That's a small albatross? It's enormous. It's like the size of an eagle. And then later we do see the royal albatross, and <laughs> the thing flies in like an airplane amongst the regular <laughs> gulls, and they don't flap. They just soar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like a dinosaur, like a seagull fucked an airplane. It's giant. Uh, that that scene in the rescuers down under is now starting to make more sense. Yeah, only I think that the scale wasn't quite right because I think the mice should be way smaller. Probably, it looked like a roughly a seagull sized thing. They they make it look kind of like a big seagull, but an albatross is way. You know, in the in the in the second one when it's landing on the roof and mm-hmm. the Australian kangaroo rats like smooths out the giant silhouettes of all the birds. Uh huh. He's like, Christ, it's a jumbo. Yep. <laughs> it's a fucking huge yeah, that's, bed. That's, that's the that's scene I was thinking of. <laughs> okay, so now I'm looking up pictures of it, and you usually just, there are pictures of it with other albatrosses or in a vacuum. Yeah. You don't get a sense of how it just, it's this, oh, it's a seagull. But then here's two people holding this thing, and it's the size of a large turkey. It's huge. It's, it's the biggest bird. Because uh, it is, it's the biggest flighted flighted the biggest flighting flying bird. flighting the biggest flighted flighting bird yeah it's enormous it can fly and you, real you don't really think about it until you realize that well i've never seen it next to a person oh my god or here's another scale a fun scale question don how big do you think an egg-eating snake is um uh, about the size of the egg it's eating and what's your reference for egg chicken egg so you think this is like a four or five foot long snake right Yes. At least. Sure. That's what I thought, too, having never really looked them up. Mm-hmm. But those snakes are only about 30 inches long. <laughs> well, they're again, little. that makes sense, too. Because and I, I snakes... was shocked when I found that out because I was picturing such a, a much bigger animal. But, like, uh, because my reference for eggs really is chicken big egg. things. So you see them eating the egg, you think, mm-hmm. oh, that's a chicken egg. What kind of eggs do they eat? They eat little bird eggs Aww. and other reptile eggs. Like a robin so egg. Small things. Oh. So they're eating small eggs. It's just you don't have – your reference is chicken eggs. So you say, oh, they're eating an egg. It must be this big, but incorrect. Goddamn, albatrosses are humongous. Yeah. And the only place you can see them that's accessible by people – well, everywhere is accessible by people, but accessible by normal people, <laughs> you know, you you and me, is in – where was that at? It was by Dunedin. I'll look it up. I'll do a pitch. I'm always willing to, to sell New Zealand because it was such a great 
spot. It was by Dunedin. Where was it? The Otago Peninsula? Yeah, that's right. And okay. it's a big deal for this town because it's the only spot where they nest that's where people are. Because mm-hmm. normally they rest, they, they nest way out on islands in the ocean. But here but they nest around in. the turn of the century, the, the other turn of the century, you know, for then old I, people, the turn of the century, 18, around 1900. 19th to the 20th? There was a, there was a Russian scare. <laughs> and so the, the New Zealanders leveled this, well, they cut down everything and leveled this spot to put an artillery artillery fort there and accidentally made a perfect nesting spot <laughs> for albatross. That's awesome. We're doing this kind of backwards. This will be my, my real animal first, and we'll do the cryptid next. Okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> forgot, just, I forgot to do a real animal last time. I'm, really, right. I'm just way excited to talk about these these silly I, birds. I was I did my research late, and I was like, ooh, mantis, man, that'll be fun. And I totally forgot a real animal. But we'll uh, uh, for those of you who listened to the last episode, my real animal was George H.W. Bush. Was the real <laughs> He was talk the about real him. animal. Uh, okay, so what do, you, well, what do you have? What's your What's your pretend one? Um, I'm not done with albatross. I'm almost done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just everybody roll, keep in mind, roll. this is going to be way cooler. It's yeah, all, it's all downhill way, from here. Yeah, this is way better than the, the fictional thing. And these, these albatross have been continuously, they started nesting kind of intermittently mm-hmm. right after they did this. But once they realized they were coming back permanently, they established a research station there. And this is the longest continuously monitored animal population in the world. Cool. Because they've been keeping track of them since the 30s. Let's see. Uh, Tia Tyaroa Head near Dunedin. That's the wait. No, that's not right. Whatever it is. They're, they're right by Dunedin in New Zealand. And you can just you just drive up there and boat little albatross. And you can see them nesting. Nice. And it's a big deal. Kaikoura? Oh, here's the Albatross Center. There's a whole Albatross Center there with a that has a whole interactive thing. And these birds live forever. They live like 40, 50 years. There was one that they had been monitoring since the I think the 60s that only recently disappeared. So they're not confirmed. Like they haven't found a body. No, they don't know what happened. It might still be alive. Maybe, yeah, just maybe went somewhere else. Maybe it went to North Sentinel Island and tried to convert the natives to Christianity. Yeah. Oops. But very well, cool. These birds. I tried. I'm just a large once, bird with a Bible. Once a year. I'm trying to remember all my albatross facts. You can just go there and see them. That's, you, and, I mean, if you have, if you can buy a plane ticket. Yeah, there's, so you can see, there. you can go to New Zealand and see things you can't see anywhere else in the world. You can see the Tuatara. Oh, yeah, a walking fossil. Yeah, you can see that. It's its own thing. It looks mm-hmm. like a lizard, but it's not a lizard. Not a lizard. You can see, well, let's see, there's, they have a whole bunch of native bird species that only live there. I saw great whites. You can only see those in the wild. You can see uh, werewolves and vampires. That's Well, yeah, if you go to Wellington. Mm-hmm. And they're werewolves, not swearwolves. You can see Hobbiton. Oh, yeah. Hobbiton was pretty great. You can see fucking zombie crickets that are the size of small land mammals. Yeah, the, the weta. Ugh. It's... That's another thing that I knew it was big, but it's bigger in person. 
Yeah, it's, uh, the primary reason I don't want to go to New Zealand, even though it is apparently amazing, is I have a phobia of insects. I have no need to see an insect that is the maximum size an insect can be. Well, unless you go to a zoo, you won't see one of those. Well, then, okay, good. Maybe I'll go to New Zealand. So, Or you can go to the zoo and just not go in that room. <laughs> in the room full of enormous fucking <laughs> bugs. Bugs that it evolved was... to fit the squirrel and possum niche on an island with no small land mammals. Well, it's more the rodent niche, I think, because it's the size of a large mouse. Squirrels are rodents. I was not prepared for just exactly how big they are, because you picture like a big mouse, but yeah. it's a cricket. <clears throat> early, yeah. early spiny, yeah. spiny, scary cricket. I bet they smushed I did, real good. I did see one tree weta. Those are the really big ones, right? In the wild. Those are the little ones. Oh. I thought the tree wettas were the humon- like the size of a human hand ones. Pretty, I'm pretty sure I got it. That it's because those are the the ones that are in the. I don't remember, but it was okay. little. The weta I found was the size of a regular cricket. That's not bad. This was very long antenna. <laughs> oh, the giant weta. That's the the really yeah. The giant weta is the big one. Weigh over seventy five grams and measure up to nearly three point nine inches. Good. Rat sized cricket. Get in person. Don't need it. Okay, so what's your pretend animal that's less cool than an albatross? My <laughs> the mermaid. Whoa, that's... <laughs> mermaids aren't less cool. Mermaids are hot. Well, yeah, they have red. They have red hair. They sing songs. In drawings, they're pretty hot. They're they're friends with uh, like Caribbean crabs and brain damaged fish. Yeah. So that was inspired by by. Uh... Aquaman coming out <laughs> was mer- was little was a uh, mermaids mermaids like so, the little mer well the, not the little mermaid this uh, is the the cryptid version which is I love considerably that historical accounts of mermaids they think they're based on manatees yeah which is really funny because that's basically the same idea <laughs> but more of a like if if aquatic mammals had a rascal scooter. <laughs> Would be the version of the of a mermaid. <laughs> Manatees they they shop at underwater, uh, underwater Aldi. Yeah, <laughs> because I was just remembering there's a Jim Gaffigan bit where manatees. That sounds like what manatees want to be called. <laughs> they said, "Oh hey, rest of the sea, we're the manatee," and the rest of the ocean said, "You're a sea cow." <laughs> I, I I like that. I've always liked the thought that, oh, yeah, mermaids are just manatees. Like, it's such a glib, oh, those sailors, they they saw this manatee and they just thought it was a sexy lady. Because that implies that sailors just like, oi, I haven't had a lady in so long. I, I think. That, that big old grazing thing with the big old cow arse out there in the water, that looks like good for a lay. <laughs> I want to fuck that thing in its giblets. I think this is just an early example of fan art. <laughs> Mash up. Saw, is someone, as they were sitting on deck, looking at the manatee, it said, you know what? It looks kind of like a fat chick. <laughs> and some guy with his, his scrimshaw tools and his scrimshaw material thought, yeah, I can fix this. <laughs> I'm I just, do some fan I, art. I just brought up a turtle shell. Give me, a, like, give me 10 minutes. It's like, and they're like, oh, check it out. James drew a hot manatee. 
And then Hot Manatee became Mermaid. mermaid. <laughs> so, and they wrote fan fiction about it. Mm-hmm. It was great. And yeah, we're still deep. Yeah, then Hot, Hans Christian Andersen wrote the first fan fiction based on these Manatee fan art. So called the Little Mermaid. So Manatee, it wasn't just fan art either. Like a uh, 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 not a Manatee, a mermaid was like the first deviant art. Okay, deviant art. Yeah, yeah. sure. Because like not all like fan art can be. Like, oh, here's my drawing of Sonic. Or it can be, here's my drawing of Sonic with tits and a dick, and he's fucking Mario in his ear. And I think we're, we're closer to that side of the scale when you take a manatee and put a naked lady top half on it. Yeah. So I think just uh, sailors got creative with their artwork. They said, I'm going to draw a hot manatee. And then they went into port and were like, hey, look what we totally saw out on the waves, you guys. Totally. And also, the other sailor that, you know, secretly was drawn merman. <laughs> so that's why we have merman too he's like i can do this too yeah see i made a merman oh yeah but we already made mermaid steve yeah but see mine's right. different because it's a man yeah and i said oh really thanks steve yeah, yeah just, this isn't ancient good. greece pal this won't be cool for like 400 more years <laughs> and then they chucked him off the boat because they were homophobic Aww. they're like <laughs> they're like <laughs> I need to figure out a way to make that my text alert <laughs> so that whenever you text me, it goes, <laughs> I can send the file to you. All right, cool. I'll Please just, do. I got to figure out how to do that. I'll just do that. I can just download it and email it to you. Hold the phone. There's something called Cyronomelia, it, also called, oh God, there's a picture. Is it a mermaid? It's mermaid syndrome, rare congenital deformity, in which the legs are fused together. Please don't send me a picture. Huh? You don't want to see a baby in a jar? I would rather not. Why don't you just a tell jar me baby? Why don't you just tell me more about mermaids? Like talk about the Fiji mermaid. Let's talk about the Fiji mermaid. I know you know about the Fiji mermaid. I'm getting I'm getting to that. You remember a little while ago when I was trying to look up that thing that I couldn't remember what it was called that was a fish? Yes. That people doctored into looking like other stuff? Yes. That wasn't a Fiji mermaid? No. It's called a Jenny Hanover. Jenny Hanover? Which I just found looking up mermaids. Yeah, it's you take a skate or a ray. <laughs> and you you modify it up to look like a crazy mermaid fish thing and then let it dry. And so you get this weird legged cuz it's cuz it has kind of a face. Okay. You know right case skates and skates rays rays, yeah, yeah, rays little, or yeah. skates have, have that kind of face, face going on. Yeah. And then you take that face part up top with the little mouth and the eyes that aren't eyes and then you doctor up the fins to look like legs. And you get this weird demony looking thing. Ugh. Creepy. Like the sea monk, have you ever heard of that thing? Yes. That they that might have been a Jenny Hanover. So now I want to create a character for one of our 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 many fictional <laughs> our TV shows, shows we've created involving cryptids. Uh-huh. One of our characters needs to be named Jenny Hanover. And that'll just, be a little inside joke. Just a little reference. Sea monk. Oh, that thing's so creepy. I oh, look, uh, Jap- Japan does it too. Called Ningyo. A fish-like creature that were produced and made in temples. Interesting. It's, it's art. It's, fi- it's dead fish art. Yeah, and the Fiji mermaid is just a monkey sewn to a fish. Yeah, that one's pretty simple. Didn't, uh... uh it sounds simple, but I bet it's harder to make than it sounds. Well, I didn't say it was easy. <laughs> didn't Barnum tour that around for a while? Yes, the original one 
the you know original original one was supposedly uh, that PT uh, Barnum had it. Mm-hmm. Supposedly caught near the Fiji Islands in the South Pacific. I doubt that's in that Greatest Showman movie. You think they left that out? They probably left that out. Like I I I have a feeling that Wolverine didn't want to hang out with the gross ass mermaid while he's singing songs about inclusivity <laughs> towards bearded women and little people. Hey, I think you know Deep Roy needs one more job. Yeah, so, I've... so he could be the Fiji mermaid. <laughs> And he's climbing around. Uh, I've never seen that movie, but I assume that the the lyrics are like, You're all slaves. I will lie to people. You're my slaves. I don't pay you anything. You're slaves. Like, I figure that's probably what it is. But it's it's Hugh Jackman barely singing. (laughs) Hugh Jackman's a Broadway-trained vocalist. I'm not. He can sing. Oh, he can sing, like, really well. He's doing a vocals tour right now. Oh, he is? I yeah. didn't know that. He's doing a world tour where he's singing songs from Les Mis and Greatest Showman and then just other songs he likes. He is a trained sorry. Broadway I'm sorry, actor. Wolverine. Yeah. He should write a who, song about Wolverine. That would be great. Who was in a musical who can't sing? Russell Crowe? Yeah. Well, Crowe was... He fronted a band for a minute, but yeah, he can't sing. He was the worst part of Les Miserables, and that was a bad movie. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. I was yeah. thinking of him and Les Mis. Yeah, Russell Crowe definitely can't sing. So let's see. The, the original The original quotations... Fiji mermaid disappeared in 1842, and uh, it's assumed that it was destroyed in one of Barnum's many fires. <laughs> I'm aware of those fires. I listened to the Barnum episode of the podcast, The Dollop, and I urge you to do the same. Where it's just, I'm constantly creating crazy shit, and then it burns down. <laughs> oh, God. And I assume during these fires, many of the mutants escaped to form local cryptids. Oh, probably. Mythologies. Yeah, he's responsible for a lot of different cryptids from his stupid circus. So there's a bunch of other ones later on that inspired by, inspired by the original one. Okay, were you able to figure out, like, when was the first time somebody reported seeing a mermaid? Oh, uh, they could go back to ancient Greece. Really? Entities with tails of fish and, bo- and human bodies oh, go back to old Babylonian period artwork. That doesn't surprise me at all. So people have been fantasizing about bone and fish for a while. That feels like something I should know just from the college courses I took. No, except the Mesopotamian ones are usually mermen. Uh, Occasionally they have, mermaids. Aren't they the ones that have double tail? A devil tail or double, double tail? Double tail. So like they split like... Like the uh, like the Starbucks one. Uh, it doesn't say. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, nope, I was wrong. That's right. There's a, how could I leave out the Starbucks mermaid? But yeah, oh, this is pretty cool. It's just it's a dude in a Mesopotamian hat that looks like a bishop's mitre. Yeah, got the hmm. beard. He's got a Babylonian curly beard and curly hair. So Pliny the Elder describes numerous sightings of mermaids. Although he says they're all covered in scales. Ew. They frequently washed up. So they don't even have hot tits? Doesn't know. Apparently not. Or like they have gross scaly tits. No rockin', no rockin' fish tits. Oh, they can't they can't wear a shell bra. <laughs> That's sort of weird. Sucks. See, uh Arabian Nights, they're in there. They go back to yeah, there's been mermaids around forever. Most of the, the ones that we think of are the, the Western European style, which is pretty much the same. Yeah. 
well, here's one. I, when I looked up Babylonian mermaid, here's one that is like a demon looking. I'll send you this link. It's a demon looking dude um, with fishtail, but then also legs. Also legs? Also legs. Ending. I don't think it's Mesopotamian. It looks like a woodcut from oh. like the Renaissance or late Middle Ages. It does look like a woodcut. Yeah. That is... That's, that's <laughs> frightening. It's funny looking. I, I like know. it. But it can walk around on its little like bird, fat bird legs. So which which edition of the Monster Manual would this be in? Oh, this is ones? we're like seven or eight. They're really running out of ideas. And we're like, fucking merman. We did a merman. My merman with legs. With okay. Stomp legs. He can just, he can waddle around outside of, he, he knows what it's like uh, up in their world. So where does this fit in cladistically in the, the Dungeons and Dragons universe? Are there, hmm. they didn't evolve from tetrapods? <laughs> it's an excellent question. Um, I'm thinking, a... I, I think that they may not have evolved. I think this may just be that D&D reproduction allows a man to fuck a fish. And then the man fish yeah, fucked the bird. True. And then everything can ha- hybridize yeah. with everything else. Yeah. I mean, if you can have half elves and half orcs, like these are different species. You can have half trolls in some versions, half giants, fucking half dragons. Like, yeah, sure. You can have are a half orcs fertile offspring. Yes. Can they re- can they make more half orcs? Yes. Or? And in defiance of all the laws of genetics as we know them, a half orc, half orc union will either produce only full orc or full human. I was going to say, can you breed them back to each other and then... If, if, if I'm remembering it correctly, when you have a half-breed in D&D, they don't breed true. Huh. Yeah. So this is this is just like man well, it's good to know bird. if any of these D&D species go extinct. There's plenty of half ones around. So they Yeah, can you can just... always make more. <laughs> you can always breed back, breed back true to the original. That's just how it works. Oh, here's some other weird ones. Let me send you this link, too. These are another woodcut. It's a merman and a mermaid, and they also have legs, but they're like creepy fin fish legs. This is a fun one to look at, to look up because it's been around for so long. Yeah. And it's been reinterpreted over and over again for centuries. So they every mermaid drawing you find is going to be slightly different. I wonder. I mean, have, they're the same idea, but they have fish, fish feet. I wonder what it is about combining man with fish that it's been so popular yeah oh, for thousands of years that's stuck around i don't know maybe there's kind of like, like dragons have been around forever every culture has their own version but oh that gets me the next yeah every culture around the world has their own version of this mm-hmm. that vary Which, a little bit uh, but it's always half person and half I mean, fish. I mean, really, doesn't that doesn't that imply that they actually really exist? I mean, how could all the people come up with the same thing independently well, of each other? Different, but... No, they're the same. You just said they were the same. Well, I guess some of these aren't really described. Like, it doesn't... The Hindu mermaid isn't described. It's just a mermaid princess. So there is... They just, there so... is a thing in Hindu mythology. Yeah, there's Eastern Europe have their own, China, the Chinese ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, reported sightings. What? Good. <laughs> Here's one from our pal Chris Columbus. <laughs> reported seeing three female forms which rose high out of the sea but were not as beautiful as they are represented. 
he <laughs> then so, uh, he then enslaved two of them and raped and murdered the third. So maybe maybe old Chris did see a, a manatee. Unless you're talking about Chris Columbus, the filmmaker. He did, yeah. Like Chris Columbus, director of Home Alone, was like, I was on a cruise in the South Seas and I saw three ugly mermaids. You're like, chill out. And uh, yeah, oh, uh, Blackbeard. Instructed his crew on several voyages to steer away from waters that were enchanted with merfolk. Oh my God, he is a, definitely a trustworthy source. Yeah, he's a he's a reliable witness. Well, he didn't see anything. He just he didn't want to see any mermaids. The so guy he steered around it. The guy who put burning fuses in his hair. Trust him. Oh, there's one from Haifa Bay in 2009. Wow. People reported seeing a mermaid leaping out of the water doing aerial tricks. Wait, is that Israel, Haifa Bay? Yeah. Huh. Northern Israel. I know some people that live in Israel. I'm going to have to ask them if they've ever seen a mermaid. Yeah. Hoaxes. Bunch of hoaxes. Doing tricks. Fiji mermaid. That comes up. Yeah. That was an ugly It's been very popular in arts, entertainment, and media. Also heraldry. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. And like the heraldry of Starbucks. As mentioned before. And there is a cosplay subculture called mermaiding. How do you do that? Do you just roll around on a thing like Jabba the Hutt? Like- oh, you can do both. You can roll around on the beach wearing a mermaid tail, or you can swim using a mermaid tail. So, so like in the nice guys when they're at the party. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like it's some decadent Hollywood party where you pay a woman yes. to be topless. Like a decadent, it's very decadent. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is one that I don't think anyone's uh, believed is real since the 1700s. You know somebody fucking does. I know, because there's but, some asshole somewhere who believes yeah, everything. But yeah, most people are like, no, it's a myth. This one isn't a serious... This, <laughs> this isn't a serious cryptid. What, what we need is for Disney to make... Like joyful musicals about all of the other cryptids, so people stop taking them seriously. Yeah, why doesn't this one get a, a live action remake? Um, I bet it's on the docket. And then everyone's going to be like, "Wait a second, she's sixteen? Yeah, <laughs> it was cool when she was a cartoon. I could think she was hot, but now she's a real person, and that's not cool." Yeah, this got. Uh, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to age her up a little bit. Well, they definitely aged up Princess Jasmine. That bitch was fifteen. Yeah. So, did they, they ever call that out though in the movie? No, but I think there's like canon sources that confirm it. Because I'm pretty sure in the the Disney movie they call out that she's sixteen. Uh, Prince uh, uh, Ariel, Ariel, yeah, because yeah, I think like something, something her sixteenth birthday, yeah, yeah, pretty and sure. And later on, you realize at some point in like your late twenties, you remember like, hey, wait a minute, wasn't Ariel sixteen? <laughs> I'm sixteen, and I want to get this plastic surgery for a man that I've never spoken to. And then this thirty-year-old prince is into you because you can't talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I bet he was like seventeen, eighteen. The princes are usually pretty young too. I don't know. He was pretty. He was pretty built for being a teenager. Uh, steroids? Yeah. He's on. Prince Eric's just on roids. He made a separate deal with a different witch. <laughs> <laughs> the roid witch. 
You find out he's actually 13 and just looks like an adult man through a different witch deal. <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> they came in. He's like, I want to be really buff. And the sea witch comes out and it's just like really muscular octopus tentacles. You better oh, not you, skip what, leg day. What do you think he gave up, though, to be a sexy, a sexy adult prince? Uh, the ability to marry a human. <laughs> you can only marry mermaids. <laughs> I mean, it worked out all right for him. Who would have thought that there would be a mermaid who wanted to get legs? They're like, only only a tailed. They're like, all right, you can, we'll make you a, a super hot adult man, <laughs> but you can only bang fish chicks. He's like, <laughs> okay. He's like, all right, Whatever. when is that ever going to come up? <laughs> I. And then they, she turns back into a mermaid and he's thinking, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I can keep running through my head, and I can't think of a way to put it together into a joke. So I'll just explain what's happening in my brain right now. That <laughs> the idea that Quentin Tarantino would make a terrible mermaid film because the mermaids don't have feet. Like he he's would just give him. He's got to give him feet. Yeah, like he'd be so <laughs> upset that he's like, "What am I going to do with that fin?" I can't well, suck on a fin. Great, but there's no feet. <laughs> what am I going to do with that without feet? This is this is horrible. It's a tragedy. So combining that with because Futurama does that joke when Fry yeah. when they're in Atlanta and it's Atlantis but yep. Atlanta it's a Delta Hub and he's gonna it's a Delta Hub and he's gonna hook up with a mermaid and then they can't figure out what to do. So he just has to like speak. I imagine that same joke, but he's like, oh, she doesn't have any feet. <laughs> And the mermaids they could wait what? What? This is not how I understand human sexual behavior. Yeah, like, you don't know so me, baby. Then he just say the N word six or seven times. Yeah. Oh, so it didn't work out with that that legged the legged character. She's like, nah, he was really into feet. <laughs> he said it just couldn't he just couldn't get it up. He just couldn't perform because I don't have feet. <laughs> well that's weird. <laughs> and all the other mermaids are like, ugh. So why why did he want to come down here and see you again? I don't know. It's like yeah, he found a, an Uma Thurman mermaid, but just wasn't into it because <laughs> no Uma Thurmaid. Uma Thurmaid. Oh shit! God damn it! I hate you for that, but I also love it. <laughs> Wiggle your left fin. <laughs> Wiggle your left. Wiggle the left side of your caudal fin. <laughs> so he's uh, he got engaged. And in the news story, I read about it. Like all the comments were like, "Man, she must have great feet," or "I hope she saved her feet from marriage." And then I didn't make this comment, but my thought was, "I come on, you guys. He might have other fetishes. Like she might be really into <laughs> overdosing and then getting jabbed in the heart with an adrenaline syringe." Yeah. Maybe she's really into the N word. You don't know. You don't know his life. No. You just know that he wrote a scene into a vampire movie where a really hot lady stuck his foot in his her foot in his mouth and then poured beer down it down his throat. That's all you know. And also, every other movie involves feet. Oh shit! I can't believe I forgot about that. Oh, that that's does the happen. worst one. He that wrote. Does happen. He wrote that he wrote scene that. for himself. Oh my god! I didn't realize that Poor until just now. Salma I forgot Hayek. about. Dust till dawn. Because generally. I'm not. I don't enjoy the first half of that movie. I enjoy the second half. Yeah, the Robert Rodriguez really half is way better. Yeah, the second half is so much better. Mm -hmm. But that that 100 percent does happen in mm -hmm. the beginning of or the first part of that movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that motherfucker wrote that. Well, you know what? Good on you, because no one knew yet. 
and he could get away with it. <laughs> and then later on, I bet that actress, that actress later on, like saw one more Tarantino movie, was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> I'm not going to do any more Quentin Tarantino movies. I don't care even if he wants to pay me a whole lot. I'm just going to do Wild Wild West instead. Because it wasn't... I'll be in Dogma, but I'm not going to do any more Tarantino movies. Wait, was it? Was it her? It was Salma Hayek. Yeah. She's dancing on the table. That was her. That's, um... Oh, shit. What's her name? Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek, yeah. I just said it. Well, you know what? Good on (laughs) you, Tarantino, for hustling. Good on you for kind of... Mouth raping her foot. Well, it was part of the movie. She could have said no. Yeah, but it's Except a little different. Didn't... Like, when you're not telling anybody you have a really hard boner when this is happening. It's a, it's, it's a sexual act for him, but not for her that she knows of. And that makes it kind of mm-hmm. creepy. Yep, there it is. Unless she was just like, hey, Salma, I wrote this scene into the movie because I really like your feet and I really want to suck on your feet. But you won't let me unless I write it into the movie, and you're fired if you don't do it. And then yeah, she's like, "Okay, that's no, that's no bueno." No. So if you Google Selma Hayek, Quentin Tarantino, that's the, the first, first thing, thing, that, comes thing up. that comes up is a video clip on YouTube of her putting her foot in his mouth. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that that happened. <sighs> yeah. And it's the first uh, image, too, if you image search that same thing. Oh, and that albino Burmese python. That's the, why is that the, the stripper snake? Because <laughs> uh, it's a sexy snake. Because that's the same, the same one that Britney Spears used. was the albino Burmese. I don't know. Go ask a belly dancer. I could give you a dozen better. Well, that's actually, it's a pretty good choice. I don't know why I'm mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. What they should really use is a timber rattlesnake. No. Well, you know, it depends on how... Uh, the rattling would just enhance the music and, and the rhythm of their motions. Well, that would be a lot more Christian. It's true. I mean, that might balance it out a little bit with your depravity if you used a venomous snake. Because Jesus likes those for some reason. <laughs> You're bacchanal fucking having a dance orgy, and then you do snake handling just to make everything yeah. square with... Square with uh, cheesy. You seem to get back up at the black. <laughs> a couple points for God here. Back back to the good place now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I prefer the the standard Burmese. I think it's prettier. But you know, whatever. Albino Burmese is more exotic, I think, to people. Well, I guess. I, well, for the time period, yeah. Yeah. Early nineties. That was a big deal. Yeah. Snakes. Mid, period. Mid nineties. When was this? Ninety four, ninety. No, it was before that. It was before Pulp Fiction, right? Uh, Ninety six. Really, it was after, huh? Yeah. I was thinking it was right about the same time as Pulp Fiction, but um, I guess not. All right. This was one of the first big uh, uh, fucking ER. That guy. ER. George Clooney. Oh, yeah, Clooney. George Clooney. Yeah, this big first big Clooney movie, right? Yeah. Okay, so he did Tarantino? Oh. I believe you. I was just thinking it was earlier than yeah. that. Okay, so yeah, he wrote it. He didn't direct Dusk Till Dawn. Did Rodriguez Correct. Direct, direct the whole thing? Yeah. Robert Rodriguez did, right? Yeah, he directed it. I was always under the impression that he wrote the second half, and that's why it's just like fun 
and silly in a Rodriguez sort of way and not weird and wordy. And talky. And yeah. talky and, and, and wordy like a Tarantino film. But I guess I could be wrong. Yeah, the second half is way better. Harvey but, Keitel. You know, I, God damn it. Now I want to see I want to see a Tarantino mermaid movie. Well, he only has like two movies left, so you better get to him fast. And he'd be like, no, no feet. <laughs> he just, he just flatly, flatly turns it down. Absolutely not. Let me see if he's on Twitter. And if he's on Twitter, we can just tweet at him every day until he says no feet. Women with tails? Gross. No feet. Oh, no, he's not on Twitter. There'd be a whole scene of just tails and tails going in mouths. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> Just as a, just kind of as a fuck you to people making fun of him for his foot thing. <laughs> Some sexy tail and mouth action. Okay, so there is a Quentin Tarantino Twitter feed that is not him. It's at Quentin Tarantino. It has two tweets from 2009, both on August 6th. Huh. Yet it has 24,000 followers. So tweet number one. My new movie, Inglorious Bastards, is going to be really creative and original. Tweet number two. Anyone remember in Pulp Fiction when I helped Samuel L. and John Travolta get rid of a dead body? That's it. That's it. So this is a 15-year-old who thought it was funny to snag that name? Probably. Oh, dumb. God, the first one has 85 replies. Man, I fucking love Inglorious Bastards and Django. And Kill Bill. I was, watch- I was re-watching. I just watched the end of Kill Bill 1 the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's so fucking cool. I don't really like Kill Bill very much. Oh, it's what's what's fun is I think that the second one is a better movie, mm-hmm. but the first one is more fun to watch. I'll agree with that. Which is hard to describe exactly why, but I would much rather watch the first one. But I think the second one's better. I, which is weird to dis- weird to say. Well, it's I, I think it goes to what are you judging on? The first one's fun and entertaining, but the second one maybe is better paced and better put together and by all like the objective measures of what supposedly makes a good movie it's better i i've gotten to the point in my life where when i say something is better it it, it means i like it more you know what yeah. i mean like i think citizen kane is garbage because i hate it i can tell you why i hate it and you can tell me why you think it's a great movie and i'll say i don't care because my standards are different from yours my standard is like how much do i enjoy it hmm because I think it all quali- qualitative. Well, yeah, thing. but it's, I think uh, it, it, it like, all I can comes acknowledge. Down to that. Like I don't understand why opera is good, but like, then I'm happy why... it's around. I don't know why it's good. It's but just then, not my thing. But like I don't know anything about it. I I have tried to listen to opera and I think it's stupid. And I'm not going to be like, oh, but it's so good because of all. Well, I think it's stupid. Like you think it's good because of your subjective taste. I don't. Well, I don't get you know? it. So I really have no understanding of it yeah so i don't i don't understand it so it's dumb so i don't really i don't dislike it or like it, it it's may, just i don't it's it is unpleasant to listen to it's not my thing it's not pleasant but like when i say i think it's bad and dumb that's not me saying you should also think it's bad and dumb you know what i mean hold on are you applying some kind of standard like a stand-up comedian where what you say isn't always the correct thing yes <laughs> i'm saying that my opinions are just that. Oh, oh, that's a weird jump. I was, well, I was thinking about, because uh, I've just ran across some Django stuff, and there's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio looking at me. 
<laughs> and I was thinking, man, I heard that dude say the N-word like a hundred times. He was the best part of that movie. He should have no gotten one, his Oscar and no one for got that mad at him. movie. Not for crawling out of a bear carcass or whatever. But, like, if you're a stand-up and you say fucked up stuff, they get mad at you. Well, it depends. And you say, well, that's not real. That's a stage character. When everybody thought Louie was a bad or a good guy, he got away with it because of the context. Well, if he went on stage and talked about whipping his dick out, that's funny. But, like, the whole bit where he's t- saying, like, all the dirty words and, like... Yeah. Oh, we just call everybody faggot, you know? That's, yeah, and that's... People get mad, and you say, well, that's just saying stuff to be funny. I, I, think, I think how funny you are counts for a lot, because Dice Clay is not True. funny at all, and so he can't get away with any of his stupid crap, because <laughs> he sucks. Well, that... His uh, his bit has not aged well. Oh God, no! Well, even even at the time, like his bit was, oh, I'm gonna come out and smoke over my left shoulder, and I'm gonna tell dirty nursery rhymes like a goomba. Like, yeah, and that was a character he did, but it wasn't funny. Well, it's not now. It like, might have some. It was funny some, to somebody. Well, yeah, then. some idiot thought it was funny then. But like, he comes out and is like, his whole nursery rhyme was like, "Little Miss Hubbard went to the cupboard, and then her dog fucked her." Like, that's the whole thing. That's, okay, that's pretty funny. But not in like a real way. <laughs> if he said if he just said that, that's pretty funny. <laughs> if there's no rhyme, there's just it's just stupid. All right, that's no, that was a funny joke right there you just did. You accidentally made a really hilarious had your dice clay joke. <laughs> I'll admit that was funny, but it's not funny for the same reason that something is legitimately funny. It's I funny know. for the stupid jokes I told you before we started recording reason. <laughs> Here's my nursery rhyme. Uh, uh, little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet, then she got fucked right in the mouth. <laughs> that one wasn't as good. <laughs> it was derivative, you know? <laughs> um, let's see, three blind mice, three blind mice, and they got killed by a meat grinder. It's hard to recapture the magic. You had lightning one. in a bottle on the I first know. One. I'm trying to branch out, and it's not working. It's like when Metallica did load. Wait, what? How long are we on time right now? We're at forty nine minutes. <laughs> oh, okay, so we're we talking about Tarantino feet things <laughs> because <laughs> like a long time? because he can't make a mermaid movie. <laughs> oh, so also if you put Selma Hayek, Quentin Tarantino, and all these little things show up for other searches you could do, one of okay. them is just foot. <laughs> <laughs> There, I, I'm afraid to click on it. Should I click on it? I did. Yes. I did. Yes. What's going to come up? Oh, it's all feet. <laughs> so this is the autocomplete in the search bar? Oh, I don't... This, out of context, is a really great image of Tarantino really explaining something loudly with... Uh, uh, oh, fuck. What's the, the, the model with the talk show? Tyra? Yeah. Tyra Banks has thrown her feet up on Tarantino's knee, and he's really excitedly talking about them. That's <laughs> that's a great. I bet, I bet she asked him too as well. I mean, she probably was brought it up for some reason, and she's like, "Look at these feet." It's like, "Okay, look at these." Let <laughs> me let me describe your arch. On Reddit, I'm Foot Lover sixty nine. Get it. It's just somebody who I I love his movies, but I don't think I could stand to be in the same room with him for more than five minutes. 
No, he totally just, he seems like both really stupid and really pretentious at the same time. He's some kind of weird savant character where he just makes really fun, cool movies, but nothing, can't do anything else. <laughs> well, he can marry a lady. Like, watch him assemble a really shitty sandwich, and you're like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Quentin? You can't make a sandwich? Oh, man, there's a YouTube series for us. It's Quentin Tarantino doing normal things. And you just can't do it? Yeah, you just give him all the ingredients to do whatever you need him to do, and then he can't. Mickey's sandwich, you're okay. <laughs> he, like, he... <laughs> Have you seen those clips of him where he's on shows with black people and he starts talking black? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's pretty great. That's like, have you seen the tweet that's going around from... Uh, he starts imitating everybody's like, yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're looking at him like, what are you doing? Have you seen the tweet from John McAfee, the guy who invented the McAfee virus scan? It's been going around um, recently. He says... Suspected, suspected murderer John McAfee. Yeah, suspected murderer in Belize John McAfee. Uh, yeah. This this was uh, November I did, 22nd. I did see that. Yeah. I've been with a black woman so long I've absorbed the black culture's lingo. Example, black men who are true to their culture call their wives and girlfriends, quote, bitches. Without being derogatory, I introduced Janice Dusley. This is my bitch Janice. White women freak out. And what a way to try to convince people you're down with black folks and in reality show off that you are the whitest motherfucker who's ever whited. Yeah, that's probably the most white man statement I've ever heard. Ever. I introduced my bitch Dusley. <laughs> Dusley? Vis-a-vis <laughs> -vis the non-derogatory nature of the word bitch to black man. He's like, bitch, I'm Dusley announcing you. Get in here. She is my hoe. Ergo. Oh, <laughs> All right. We should probably call it. We're almost at That's an hour. That's good. We're yeah. running out of yeah. It's just getting nonsensical. Yeah. There's a little, little bit of Mermaid, a lot of bit of Albatross and Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. I was really excited to talk about Albatross. And then you got excited to talk and about feet. QT. All right. Uh, now, mer mermaids. Yeah. Mermaids are fun. Yeah. I bet we're going to get a live action remake. Of The Little of, Mermaid. Of Little Mermaid. Okay, right, before we go, point. I'm going to Google that. Let me see. I bet it. I bet they're they're wondering. They're hedging their bets on how well Lion King does, even though it's not live action. Why do people call it live action Lion King when it's CGI Lion King? Okay, well, there's a shitty live action that Disney didn't make. Disney, Disney, Disney. But again, this is why does why do there need to be a different? And there's already a good Lion King. Yeah, and this is going to be so not different. It's going to be just. CGI Lions Lion King. It's, and it's not even live action. So, yeah. oh, oh yeah, they are doing it because they already, uh, there are rumors they already cast Zendaya as uh, Ariel. Really? So, so gonna, I was accidentally yeah, predicted something. That is totally going to piss off the racist dudes. She's not redhead. She's supposed to be white and have red hair. He's a fish, you fucker. Yeah. Uh, so apparently it is happening. Cool. Uh, any final thoughts? Also, who gives a what? shit what <laughs> the mermaid looks like? You don't yeah. understand. I can't yeah. fantasize about yeah. the sixteen-year-old mermaid if she is if she is not Caucasian. If she is Doesn't not a matter. mermaid of West European descent. Well, again, this is it's breaking down the superhero. You know what? What are the components that make the Little Mermaid the Little Mermaid? She's half fucking fish. That's it. <laughs> she wants to get out. She eventually grows legs. She loses her voice. She's a rebellious teen. Mm-hmm. And half of her is a fish. That's it. Those are the components of the yep. Little Mermaid. That's it. 
And that's why I'll like I will argue that I I would I would think it would be a mistake to make like Daredevil black in an adaptation because Daredevil is a blind guy with superpowers who is very very Catholic, and just statistically speaking, yeah, there aren't a lot of black Catholics. Are, yeah, Catholics tend to be very white. I say that as as someone who was raised Catholic. I guess yeah, I, I guess from the show. Yeah, uh, my only knowledge of Daredevil is from the show. Yeah. He's he is Catholic. he is quite Catholic in yeah. that. So it would or Catholic enough. Yeah, I mean, like it's not, I'm not to say there are no black Catholics. Obviously, there are, but there are some. In, in America, mostly Irish and Italian. You know, huh. yeah, so. that's that's something I like when people freak out about that kind of shit. Is just you know boil down what are the the necessary ingredients of the character. Rebellious teen, half fish, half fish. That's it. With creepy bird the, legs as well. The top but, half can be kind of brown. The okay. live the live action version. Has to have the creepy bird legs, or I won't see it. <laughs> the extra legs in the front. Mm-hmm. Got to have them. So, who's going to be Prince Eric? Um, Michael B. Jordan. Suggestion. What do you think, Michael B. Jordan? Sure, why not? All right, Jordan Peele. <laughs> All right, everyone. Once again, thanks for listening to The Hidden Zoo. I hope you like Quentin Tarantino foot jokes, uh, things and stuff. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.